Hey, welcome everybody. It's Beyond the Pew. Good morning. I, or good evening. Well, or good depends. afternoon. It depends on when people are watching. If it, they're in Hawaii, what time is it? It's a good question. It's around the world, so I don't know. Exactly. Uh, literally so, around the world, Hawaii. But uh, we are we are back. In, in the West Hemisphere. Nailed it. Got it. Um, we're back here. And those that are faithful watchers slash listeners to be on the pew that are used to seeing Eric and I here um, might not be used to the third gentleman sitting on the couch over That's there. That's right, so third chair roll. Please, third gentleman, introduce yourself to the audience. Yeah, uh, my name is uh, Jeff Zimmerman. I've been going to Maranatha a while now. Uh, grew up in the youth group with Pastor Bruce Rosa. Wow. Yeah, as so a he was senior high pa- pastor. He was, yeah, he was. What is your favorite memory with him as your youth pastor? Careful, Jeff. Careful. Is it the, it's, it's, I'm not going to say it on the podcast. It was that one time you said something on a Sunday morning to the kids you thought you were going to get in trouble for. Yeah, of course. And wow. everyone's like, that was amazing. Yeah, of course. Wow. Yeah, that yeah. was, so what did that's you say, easily Bruce? my, well, <laughs> yeah, wait, you're asking to repeat the information that yeah. we thought he was getting in trouble for? Yeah, well, what were you going to say? It's not important. That's not important. It's not okay. important. Yeah. Maybe next episode. But anyways, anyways, that's all I am was Jeff. I served on staff for a little bit on the cleaning crew. Under awesome. Rick Colelli, Rick Colelli, department, the all-time yep. man. Yeah. Yep, big time. Well, Jeff, thanks for joining us. You yeah. joined us Thank last you. week. I did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Talk a little bit about service, and we had to kind of cut that off. Uh, we wanted to get some questions in with you, and we had to cut it off because we were going long. Eric was very long-winded last week, so he, of course. we were he excited. Just kept going and going. And Some going. of us we were excited to be here. Others were just pressing on thinking about moving. I was thrilled, to be, I was thrilled yeah. to be here last so. week. hundred um, yeah. percent. You know, Big if time. you didn't tune in last week, Jeff was almost like a stand-up comedian last he week. He was. He had the best. A lot jokes. of funny so jokes. He Listen, had a if lot you, of funny jokes last week. If you did not watch so, last week's episode, yes. you need to go watch it. That, not listen to it. Watch it. That should be the most watched episode of Beyond the Yeah, and they need to go on YouTube and watch it. And if you don't do anything else. Hilarious. Just watch the first like ten minutes. Of yeah, just the first because ten minutes. Not even Jeff the first was five doing, minutes. Like couch gymnastics over here, yeah. trying to find a. We doing this again? <laughs> he, he, he was being athletic. Wow. Jeff, we're glad you're here. Yeah. Thank uh, Eric, you. I appreciate the. What episode is invite. this? Of the, um, you normally ask listen, that right yeah, out the well, gate. I think I, this is episode. I was thrown off by, by our guest today. 70, this yes. is probably episode what seventeen? Seventeen. I have no idea. Wow. wow. So, quick, do you know it's seventeen? I do know it's seventeen. Wow. For fact. Yeah. What, what's the question? Wow. We end up. We'll, we'll come out to that. Yeah. Later. You. Yeah. You're a dedicated follower beyond the yeah. pew follower. Thank you. I appreciate that. We appreciate that. All around the world. Alaska from Alaska to Hawaii. That's fantastic. Wait before we move on. The sickest burn didn't come from you guys about about the podcast. It came from my wife. She didn't listen to podcasts because she doesn't she doesn't care yeah, what I've my, said. Mine doesn't listen to it. Yeah, either. no, hundred percent. Mine does. But, yeah. but yours do? I told her no, I used exactly. the word extrapolated <laughs> on the show. Yeah. When I said extrapolated or whatever. And I told her how you were making fun of me and she goes, Yeah, that's that's because you were trying too hard. Yes. Wow. Wow. Rachel, Rachel, well done. Rachel, yeah, she's not Rachel, well done, she's Rachel. Watch, but Rachel, if you were watching, we know you're not watching it, but well done. If you were watching, we will say thank you. That was awesome. That was, I got, great. Yeah, I was, that was great. I was humbled. Extrapolate. Sackcloth and ashes. Someone commented last week that it was extrapolate. Extrapolate. Yeah. Yep. STP. It was good. Yeah. No, I'm glad Rachel gave you that feedback. She did. Yeah. I thought you did an excellent job last week. Yeah. I appreciate you, it. You did great. That was awesome. Yeah. So did you guys? Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. You were very excited, which I liked. I love the I was energy. excited. Yeah. I think everybody's excited. Yeah. I think everybody's yeah. always excited. <laughs> so, um, what do we got for today, yeah, Bruce? So, Jeff, I know you know how this works because you're a dedicated listener. Yeah, of course. Right? You're always listening. Facebook. And we Everybody have knows the questions. rule one bite. I have not. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to promote. We don't want to promote things that we shouldn't promote, Eric. Amen. Um, 
threw me off a little bit there. I know. That. Uh, <laughs> but just so everybody knows, we I have not seen these questions at all. Yeah. I don't know if you've looked at I these questions. Not. Jeff, you've certainly not seen them. Is so that an option to look at the questions? No, nope. nope. oh, okay. no option. Okay. And we're so. just going to yeah. answer some questions so. that are on here. And since you're the guest, you go first. And since you're a guest, yeah. we would love to get some input yeah. from you yeah. on some of these questions. Yeah. Okay. Which yeah. would be fantastic. It would be so, amazing. A little bit of a plug, Eric. What's the number of people have questions they want to submit? It will be 330. Yep. 331-6453. Yeah, it's going to be a goal of mine by episode 37 that you will know what that number is. Listen, that will be a goal. Episode 37. That will be a goal. Jeff, you're going to keep us accountable for that. Okay. 37. Episode 37 of Do the you know Do I do. You got All it. right, well, don't don't look at that thing. 330-331-6453. Say I've backwards. Said it, I've said it so many times. Say it backwards. Why do you always say say backwards? Because I no, wanna, no, that's no, how you truly know. People. If, so yeah. let's get into these questions. Okay, let's go. Okay, let's get into these questions. Um. Jeff, let me ask you a question. Mm. Let me, <laughs> let, let me, I haven't seen these questions, so I'm trying to pick a good one. Okay. That's why I'm paused. <laughs> Take a deep breath, Brett. Um, you can always cut it out. It's not a big deal. If you had, and this is an interesting question because if you ask pastors these questions, they might come up with a different answer than someone who is not a, a pastor, not in full-time ministry that's, you know. If you had to recommend one book besides the Bible Ooh. to grow your faith, wow, what oh. would it be? Are you a reader, by the way? I try to be. Don't try to look smart for the camera. Do yeah, you, I was going to say, I what, pretend like I am. Well, he I'm has to be real if he's coming up with those words. Like, I'm not I don't know where, yeah, Unless you go on Google and yeah. like, what's some smart words to, to say? Some people do that. There are people I know They that, go on Google? Well, no. I know for a fact that there's individuals that you can sign up. I don't do this. The reason I know, it doesn't matter how I know it. That you can sign up on websites to get a new word of the day in your inbox that's a big word that you want to try to in include into your vocabulary. Wow. So some people want to learn new words. Wow. But some people do it just because they want to have a big word to say to yeah. impress people. Yeah. You yeah. don't do that, though, Jeff. Yeah. Do you? Do you that? busted me. Do you no, do I really? don't. Okay, oh, I was going to say. say I I'm going to throw it out. 100% not. No, no. So, okay. um, so are you a reader? Know, like, Do you read regularly? Just I, tr for I try to. I try to. What does that mean? What does that mean? I, I have a stack to? of books. I get through about half of them. So slight elbow I'm going to throw here. I don't know if you guys feel this way. A lot of Christian books are, are too long. Like you kind of get the point about halfway through. So I have a lot of half-read like I don't disagree with that. There are some books that... Yeah, right. I mean, it's similar to like Eric's questions last week. You could ask the same questions over and over again different ways, and you don't need to ask them. Yeah. Right? right? Yeah. So right. you could do yeah, that. Sure. sure. <laughs> just kidding. I'm just yeah. kidding. He was on a roll last week. Um, yeah. but Somebody had to. You have... <laughs> you, I, was, yeah. I was very happy. Like, yeah. I was very energetic. So you have a stack of books you sometimes get through, sometimes don't. You would say you're not an avid reader, but you do like to read, and you try to read more. Yes. Got it. So... What book would you recommend to people listening that if it was obviously scripture, obviously the word of God should be our primary right. source, but besides the Bible, what is a book maybe that's helped you to grow, you would challenge others maybe to read that you think would be a helpful resource? So I like your comment there about reading the Bible primary mm -hmm. as a primary source. Like for some reason, even like our theological camp, right, is extremely... Uh, all about the sufficiency of scripture. Yeah, can I stop you for one second? When you say theological camp, for the listener, Jeff, what do you mean by that? Like, what camp are we theologically in? Yeah, because I'm thinking baseball camp. Because I mean, summer camp. Wait, I need, uh, now I feel like we need to put on the screen like the the views of this 
it, you know, like when you watch a DVD or whatever, it'll say the views expressed in this commentary do not necessarily. Jeff, are you reflect. trying to be funny again? Are you no, to, no, no, no. I'm just be, saying. I'm like, I'm like disclaimer. This isn't necessarily. Anyways, um. <laughs> all right, now, you, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm <laughs> serious. Like I don't want to say anything. So uh, when you, say, you say theological camp, like a typical Baptist. Baptist. Uh, Whoa. Wow. We're a Bible church. Reformed tradition. Okay. Non-denominational, but kind of, kind of. You know what I mean? Just make jump into some conclusions here. Am I wrong? Tell me I'm wrong. It doesn't matter if you're right or wrong. I'm just that saying you jump into some conclusions. But I'm not. So, I'm, so just, wait, I'm what, just. But what's the I book? You, what's the I book that you read, wrong. Jeff? When I say our, I'm Jeff, more what's talking the book you that you will tell else. people? So I'm watching right now. <laughs> okay, and I okay. want to watch yeah. the book. Boom. Or read a book. Reset. Watch. watch. Cut the yeah. last minute. What's the book I'm reading? Eric's a big reader. Yeah. Watches. Yeah. Yeah. Cut the last minute. That tells you everything about me. I'm here trying to think. What book would I recommend? I'm just gonna keep looking into the camera like Jim in the office, just like <laughs> what, what? we're not promoting the okay. office. Yeah, book, we're not promoting that. No, yeah. we ahead. don't watch the office. Unhold. Go ahead. Uh, I'm tied between two. One of my favorites right now that I'll pick up that I've like bent corners in is Kevin DeYoung's book called The Hole in Our Holiness. Mm. I wow. really like that one a lot. I think it has a lot of pastoral wisdom. Okay, it doesn't pull. It's very pastoral. It doesn't pull punches, but it doesn't come across as sort of the the um, intense. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know. Pastor, Kevin Young has a lot pastoral, of material. Yeah, he, he is. Of, he does. What, what is like? Give us a general synopsis of the book. What What is it? In a short, succinct way, how would you describe the book as far as what it's about? The, uh, the the theme of the book is calling people to holiness in areas of their lives that maybe they're not considering. Hmm. Um, he talks about talks about the gap in gospel passion with how we conduct ourselves wow. okay. throughout. And there's a million books like that, right? John MacArthur's Gospel According to Jesus is another one of those yeah, that's books. A very good book. But yeah, it is a good book, but it's like it's intense. Yeah. Like you get about ten pages in, you're like, okay, I'm gonna hyperventilate here. <laughs> like I gotta like <laughs> a little break. bit dramatic, Jeff. That's a little yeah. bit dramatic. No, that's it's, a, yeah. it's true though. I, Hyper- I, I, yeah. And so uh, the whole in our holiness is. Is another approach to the subject, but it's very, yeah. it's I, very pastoral. And there's a lot of good wisdom okay. in it that that's comforting. Nice. So yeah. See, I'm not much of a reader. In fact, like even when I was doing schooling back college, I would just read, and I would, I, and I'm like the type of person that I can hold what I'm reading for the time that I'm reading it, or like I take the text and then I'm like, yeah. I have to keep constantly going back to it. But I'll tell you this: one of the most instrumental books that I read that I remember. Uh, it's actually, I'm pretty sure it's by Kevin DeYoung, but it's called Just Do Something. Yeah. Uh, it's a, great, but it's yeah. a short read. That was a, yeah. it's a short read. That, that was primarily why I like it. But it was great because it's a book that talks about, like, just do something. Like, you know, as Christians and even whether you've been walking on, the, on your faith <clears> for a while, well, you've been a Christian for a long time or not, you're new on your faith, you're not new on your faith, we can tend to tend, we can we can lean on the side of like, let's just wait and do nothing. That's good. Yeah. Whereas this book will tell yeah. you like, no, like go ahead. You, as you're waiting, do something. That's again, Kevin Dion. Okay, yeah. I think. So yeah. the whole in our yeah. holiness, just, just do something. Do something. Yeah. Yeah. Two, two good what about yeah. your recommendations. Just, don't tell me um, the Bible. Because no, that will be an answer you will give. Really? Yeah. Well, I'm glad to hear that. If, if, the recommendation that you think I would give to people to read would be the Holy Scriptures, the eternal yeah. word yeah. of God. I'm would, thrilled to hear that. Yeah. So the, but yeah. Well done. Amen. Um, yeah. 
if I were to recommend a book, though, in addition to the Word of God that has been impactful, there's a bunch of books I can recommend. One book that jumps out in my mind, um, if I may share, is a book by Larry Osborne called Accidental Pharisees. That's a great and one. I, I read that book a, a while ago. I've read that book multiple times, but it's a fantastic book because Larry Osborne seeks to address how sometimes as believers we can be so concerned about regulation, rule, law, being holy, which we should be holy as God is holy, but in our zeal, if you will, for holiness, we sometimes are blinded to the reality that we set ourselves up in sometimes in a, in a fashion as the Pharisees did, Yeah, where we can become very legalistic or we can become very judgmental or we can be blinded to what we're actually doing um, and sometimes even more of a hindrance to the gospel than we are a help in sharing the gospel. So mm. it's a good book, Accidental Pharisees. Um, I really appreciated his perspective yeah. mm. and attitude. And obviously there has to be balance there yeah. um, because we are to be holy as God is holy. Of course. But yeah, that would be one I would recommend. I think it's a very good book and it's challenging. Uh, it's one of those books that you have to go to to read with the preparation of this is probably going to this is probably going to hurt a little bit. Like, oh, yeah. this is probably going to challenge yeah. Yeah. me a little bit. Especially if you come in from a culture, like a church culture where, where that is the case. Yeah. Uh, or yeah. or you may, or you yourself are, are like Yeah, that. if your background yeah. even is that, yeah. where you're very strictly, and again, yeah, people shouldn't violate their conscience before the Lord. So if they right. have standards that are standards of holiness or standards to be set apart for God, they, they should not violate their conscience yeah. before the Lord. But... The danger is when our standard becomes the standard for everybody, which was the Pharisees yeah. were doing, when our standard becomes that which we're judging people by. If that standard is not God's standard, that's a dangerous yeah. ground to go into. Yeah. So, yeah. But yeah, these are good recommendations. Yeah, sure. um, appreciate just, that, Jeff. Just as one, as one pitch, back yeah. to, to the book you recommended, Eric, that's a great one for young people. It's kind of geared yeah. towards young people um, because I'll, maybe in modern American culture kind of – Christian young people maybe overthink things sometimes. Yeah. And so... Jeff, um, how old are you? 27. So what would you consider 27. young people? Maybe college age, maybe pre-college. So like, like sort of in that, like 18, 18 to 24 So kind you wouldn't be considered deal. young people anymore? No, what... No, that's not what I meant. I just I just meant in that sort of zone where it's like life decisions, right? Like, in, in American yeah. culture, you, it's like... Yeah. Are you considered young? No, certainly not. I wouldn't think oh. so. Um, which I don't care. No, that's I mean, fine. Whatever. People can consider me whatever they want, Eric. <laughs> I don't really care. But I was just curious, coming from your yeah. perspective, what do you see Yeah, as I mean, like, the, co the college. That's a good high school. Yeah, I mean, I've that, recommended that, that, that to that will be the case. That, that will be the, the major premises of the book. It's just, like, for those that are trying to figure out the will of God. Cause like yeah. that, and that's the recurring theme. It's like, what is the will of God? Right. And, and sure. it tends to be more of those that are trying to figure out what they want for the future, that they're asking the question, what is God's will for my life? Well, and sometimes we can complicate that, right? I mean, yeah. the Bible says the will of God for your life is your sanctification. Yeah. Right. You be set apart. To, so the yeah. overarching desire of the will of God for the believer is be yeah. sanctified. Yeah. Well, it, it, doesn't never, it doesn't tell you anywhere in the Bible that you need to go and search the will of God. It tells you, like, sanctification. But there's other, other statements like you're perfect, you're, you're, right. you're pure, you'll be pure to be joyful at all times and things like that. Yeah. I remember the other three. Yeah. In fact, one of the questions he poses is like, hey, just an idea here. Like, what if God doesn't care? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what if God isn't that worried about where you go to college? Just just throwing it out there. So anyways, it's good. Yeah. Pastor yeah. book. Great for yeah. high school kids. Good recommendations. Yep. That's good. good. Um, let me get to another one here. And again, Jeff, just curious with your perspective as someone who um, 
you know, to people watching, like not a lot of people watching are necessarily going to be people who are in full time ministry, right? Mm. So they're they're living day to day. They're they're going to their jobs, their families, their spouse, whatever. Um, they're not finding themselves day in and day out necessarily working in the church, not necessarily focused full time on the study of scripture and the teaching of scripture, right? So you're going through your daily grind every day as a follower of Christ, wanting to be used by God. So I think this is a good question to ask. Is there something in your life that you can look back on as a, as definite proof of God working? So is there anything in your life that you would look at and say, man, this was, I can think of this, like this is when I saw that God was definitely working. And, and, the, and how would you know that? It probably would have been a spiritual struggle I went through about a year ago. We alluded to it briefly when you guys invited me on last time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that was a time that, that, like, in thinking through it, I believe it would have been the discipline of the Lord that was happening yeah. for sin that was present in my life that I wasn't <clears throat> uh, repenting of or, or sort of shoving under the rug. And that was, it, that was a, probably the hardest time ever in my life because it was a deep spiritual struggle. And there's certainly shrapnel that still exists there. But... That was a moment where I was like, this is painful, yeah. this is difficult, but I'm you know, reading my Bible, reading Hebrews 10, beginning of Hebrews 10, talking about discipline, um, um, and, and that, uh, just, just understanding that this is probably very much the work of the Lord, and I just need to sit under this for a while. Mm, yeah. So that would have been, it would have been a trial, a difficulty, mm. but uh, that's the biggest one in my mind. That lasts a long time, too. Yeah. So, yeah. How about you, Eric? I mean, I go back to uh, the most, like, life change, or not, I don't want to call life changing, but the, the, a clear one that happened to me was, uh, I will say maybe I was 22 or something like that. But I, 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 I used to help out in this ministry where my parents worked for it. It's a, it's a mission, or it's a ministry in the Dominican Republic where they host uh churches from the u.s primarily to go do a short-term mission trip and so i got to work with them and one of the things i did was that i would uh go out with them and typically i went to the same places and i remember that this particular day uh, i was not supposed to be there at score i was supposed to be in the city but in conversation somebody was like eric you should come with us uh uh and i kind of like not peer pressure but i kind of like persuade him and i was like you know what whatever i'll go even though I didn't want to be there. And so long story short, I went to this orphanage, which I have been there multiple of times to the point that like I lost, uh, like the effect of it, I lost it. Like, you know, when you try something that, and like the first time you go there, it impacts you, but the more you do it, kind of lose that effect. That's how this orphanage was for me. Like I got used to going to the orphanage and hear the story. But this particular day, uh, everyone there, uh, I have pretty much heard every girl's testimony there. It's an all girls, te- uh, our girls are orphanage, <clears throat> except for one girl. She was the oldest. She never talked. She never shared. For reasons unbeknown to me, I'm calling in the Lord moving in her heart and then also working on me that day. Uh, she decided, decided to share. Now, I'm, I was there translating. I wanted one little thing about when you're translating. It's like when you interpret it for somebody as a translator, you basically have to, in a sense, become that person. Like you, in the moment as you're talking, you need to demonstrate what that person Mannerisms, is sharing. Mannerisms, body Manner, language. Yeah, and, like, yeah. And, and at times you do feel what they feel in the way that they share. And uh, 
that day there was like three girls that got up and started sharing. And the first one shared, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm done with this. The second one shared, I'm like, oh, the same story again. The third one, oh, I'm so done with this. And then I see her get up, and I'm like, oh, another one? Like, I was tired of translating. And keep in mind, I wasn't supposed to be there that day. And so she started talking, and her testimony was unreal. Nothing that I have heard. Hmm. And everyone in the room, the Americans, the Dominicans, everybody was were in shock because of her testimony. Hmm. And there I was standing next, standing next to her, and nothing happened. Nothing hit me. And I remember like today that as soon as she shared her testimony, I walked away, I stepped outside, and then it hit me. Everything that she had said, it hit me. And I just completely broke down. Yeah. And uh, one of the two things happened that day. There was an American there. To this day, I don't know who he is. I don't remember his name. I never got to see him again that week. He saw me broke down, and he came and hugged me. And it was like a hug of a friend that that loved Jesus. Uh, yeah. You know, it was it was like <clears throat> endearing. In that moment, like, I feel like comfort. I feel like the embrace, as if God was embracing me, you know? Sure. Because up to that point, I always lived this fantasy in my mind that my parents hated me, that mm. they didn't love me, that I was uh, just in this world for casualty or whatever. Like, I poor me mentality. <laughs> and then that moment, I hear this girl, who her, her story, and how in comparison with mine, like, I have been blessed my entire life. Sure. And here I am, like, you know. And so that day, I remember after he hugged me, I said, I need to step outside. I go and I call my parents and I tell my dad and I tell my mom. I just call them like, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm mm -hmm. sorry for everything I have done to you. I'm sorry for everything that has happened. And it was crazy because like you could tell. Like at first they were like scared as if I have something has happened. Like what's going on? <laughs> yeah, what's going on? Like <laughs> yeah. they were concerned. But the moment I told them that, like you could sense even over the phone that like some a weight had been lifted from them. Like yeah. they've been wanting to hear that. And so sure. to me, that yeah. was a turning point of <clears throat> clearly like the God working. Like I was not supposed to be that day. I did not want to translate. And then how everything ended up leading to that moment. Sure. It was sweet. That's yeah. neat. What about you? Yeah, I feel like um, those are both excellent. Uh, I feel like conviction of sin is always like a prominent time where – you know, that's like very clearly God is trying to get my attention. Like if mm. we've disobeyed God, right, that you know. But something lighter, and it wasn't major, but just yesterday, I can give an example <laughs> where the Lord, I was like, all right, Lord, I get it. Um, and this is this speaks of like my failing as a human being when I know what God wants me to do, and I try to like ignore it. Yeah. So we were out last night, me, my wife, our four girls were riding in the van, and we were up near Belden Village, and there was a guy on the side of the road with a sign asking for for help asking for money and so we pull up and i see him coming up on the side of the road and when i see him the thought went through my head like you should help that guy like that was the thought in my head <laughs> which a lot of times that doesn't happen i see yeah. people on the side of the road and i just don't even pay attention or whatever but for some reason i saw this guy and i thought in my mind it, it the thought came into my mind you should help him yeah and so I'm like, no, nah. I'm like, there's traffic, blah, blah, blah. So I go up, and, and it happens to be that the light turns red right when I get to it where he's at. Mm. And I'm sitting at the red light, and I look over, and I'm thinking in my mind, like, give the guy some money. Like, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. And so I'm thinking, like, nah, I'm not doing that. <laughs> then my daughter in the back seat, she was like, Dad, you should give that, that guy some money. He, he has a need, and you should give him some money. And I'm like, ah, it's too much traffic, girls. That's what I told them. <laughs> and then the other one was like, well, we could, we could just go and 
turn around and pull over and we can go. I'm like, oh, honey, I can't cut across all the traffic. I'm already in this lane. Like, I was given excuse after yeah. excuse. And so then as we're start, the light turns green and we're starting to go, my wife's like, oh, bless his heart. Like, man, he, he just looks like he really has a need. And I'm like, <clears throat> stand there as I'm driving. And the thought kept, like, pressing my mind, like, turn around and give the man some money. Like, that's what I kept thinking. And I'm thinking, like, and then finally one of the girls made another comment in the back. And I was like... I said nothing. I just put my turn signal on, turned at the next <laughs> yeah. light. A U-turn? Uh, no, I turned at the next light to come back around. And as I'm coming back around, I'm, I'm seeing him there. I'm like, if this is the right road and he's there, we're going to. And so I come around and sure enough, there he is. Light turns red again, right as we pull up to the thing. And so I gave my wife some money. I'm like, here, give, give it to the guy that was over there. And so he comes over and he comes like running over the car and like, I almost broke down in tears when the guy was coming towards the car because of the look on his face and mm. how the need he had. Like, and, and it was clear to me, yeah. too, like, hey, knucklehead, God wants you to, like, give some money to this guy because yeah. he has a need. Now, was it legitimate? I have no idea. That's yeah. not what matters. Like, what matters is I yeah. feel like the Lord was prompting me to do that, and I was, like, ready to ignore that. And I did ignore it for, like, three different prompts, if you will. I mean, I felt like giddy. <laughs> yeah. All right, Lauren, put the fleece out. And if you wet the fleece, I know. Now yeah. make it dry one more time. Like, my kids were making comments. My wife was making – so, anyhow, so we gave, gave the man some money, drove off. And as I'm driving off, one of my daughters in the back – see, I heard her say it, and she didn't say it, like, loud. So, like, I would hear her. She just said, oh, that just made my whole day, is what she said, like, that we were able to do that, you know. And and a man says to me, and which people typically say when you help them, they're like, "Hey, God bless you. God bless you as you're as you're driving away." You know. But I remember thinking like two things: one, how stubborn I can be when very clearly God's wanting me yeah. to do something. Yeah. But two, how the Lord does use other people in prompting us, right, to be to obedience and also solidifying that obedience. But then three, like how great it is to be able to serve the Lord mm-hmm. and do something that you're doing as unto the Lord, yeah. right? And so um, I'm guilty of ignoring that a lot of times, and that was the case yesterday. Yeah. Ultimately, I didn't because of the prompting, I think, of the Spirit of God. But that would be an example for me of something where I look back at that and think like, all right, Lord, I get it. Like, yeah. I felt confidently this was the Lord impressing on me to do that because that's not always the case with individuals that are asking no. for money or asking for help. Especially in um, our core environment. Like, correct. We, we look at it and it's like, correct. Well, there's so many jobs out there that are hiring. Yes, there's a lot if of really times when the people help, that are asking, yeah, it's, right. it's not because there's legitimacy, but I'm not to be the arbitrator of that, right? Yeah. So if the Lord's leading us in a particular direction, don't ignore it, yeah. even though we tend to. So yeah, that's, that's not great. in any that's way, good. shape, or form meant to sound like, hey, I did this. It's more so an indictment on me that no, it took that's... me so long to no, do sure. it. No, sure. But I feel like that was clearly what the Lord was doing there. Um, These are good. Hey, I I would love to get some more questions, but I think we're we're, we got to wrap up. I think we're we're needing to go. So um, I think we have to bring this to a close. Wow, it's been it's been good, just like that. But I think we do. I think we do. Well, we don't want to go super long. We'll lose listeners. Yeah, all around the world, the listeners will stop, <laughs> will stop tuning in. Hit, hit, him, uh, hit, hit poor Jeff with a live question. We want to be we want to be sensitive to Jeff's time because yeah. Jeff's like taking a break from work. He is. He's taking to be a, here to with be here. us to do this. So we want to make sure he can get back, and uh, we want to make sure that we're not going too yeah. too long here. Because but but hit him with an with an easy question because you give him. I thought those him. were easy questions. No, get hit him with like Jeff. Uh, what like, was the last thing you and your wife argued about? No. <laughs> That's easy question. That's an easy huh? question. Because <laughs> if we're gonna get to everybody, Jeff, what was the last thing you and your wife argued about? I don't remember. Well, don't lie. What would you do? Hey, I buried the ledger, brother. I, I put was... that. That's right. I put that bad boy in the backyard. I said I buried the ledger. I don't remember. <laughs> buried the ledger. So, yeah. 
I like, had heard, now maybe I'm wrong, but I had heard that you had said there were times on this podcast that I get asked a question and I give a pastoral answer and I dodge do. the question. Facts. Here I am asking you and your answer to this is I bury that I would that answer ledger. the question if I could remember. I didn't ask you to bury anything. I'm asking you, what was the last thing <laughs> you and the your ledger wife, and I'm saying, saying I can't remember. What was remember. the last thing you and your wife argued about? <laughs> That's a great question. I legitimately don't remember. <laughs> You're gonna start some arguments. It was something at home. so stupid. Okay. Uh, you, okay. I, honestly, well, you can say it freely because you said it earlier that Rachel doesn't listen to it, anyways. So you can speak freely. Yeah, well, I'm She's not, not gonna fight bash anybody. I'm just saying, well, just in general, yeah, no, but, like, yeah. a general thing. What was it? What did you argue about? Just give me, give an example. What about you and show scheduling? Like, scheduling. So like it would be oh, about nice. scheduling. Like what do we last? The thing I could think of yeah. that we argued about, and it wasn't like an intense argument, yeah. but just like about scheduling responsibility yeah. of who was doing what with scheduling yeah. you want to know what was mine i was watching a show with earbuds and my wife was looking at me <laughs> and i didn't know that i was supposed to talk to her yes. so she got mad at me that you were supposed to talk yeah. wow yeah. so she, well she just gave me a set and looked at me with... <laughs> wow but i didn't know that okay. she wanted to talk okay. it was 12 p.m yeah, yeah. 12 a.m okay yeah all right yeah. yeah. Oh, scheduling. Nothing. Wow. <laughs> Nothing, wow. Huh? You don't Nothing. you don't know how to schedule your wife. Listen, wow. <laughs> I don't schedule my wife. Yeah. Uh I she's a grown woman, so she wow. can she can schedule things as she So where is the argument well. in that you don't agree how she scheduled? No, no, no. We we had a disagreement about who was doing something with scheduling and who was supposed listen, to Listen, Jeff, whatever, this was so. not my idea of an easy question, but yeah. I love it. Well somewhat you should listen. blog for the gospel coalition. They <laughs> would what? they would eat that up. I said you should blog blog for the Abs- gospel absolutely. coalition. Yeah, that would, uh, that would make this has page. been good, Jeff. It's been great, Jeff. I hope you feel encouraged this yeah. week. Oh, last I do. week I think I you do. were discouraged. Yeah. You were discouraged because your jokes fell flat, your hat yeah, looked ridiculous, and you felt the like you were being ridiculous attacked. on purpose. That was the point. But today right. he came on point, and you spent yeah. ten bucks on that hat. I caught that at the I end. Did. Of the, yep. I did at the spent end of the episode. I caught the statement. I, oh, I spent ten. It's all right. It was worth it. Was it not worth it? It was a good laugh for me. Thank you. I thought it was great. I Peanut thought it was great. Yeah. Okay. The only yeah, thing that I'm go. disappointed in is I thought for sure this week we would see a green shirt. Yeah. I, we were hoping for the oh, green shirt. Oh, yeah. Today. Your favorite color is green, apparently, but and you, you never wear green. If I get invited back, you I'll said do the, my favorite color yeah. is green, green, but you never wear green. I've, yeah. I don't know that I've ever seen you wear green other That's, than I, you when you wore that one green there's, shirt. There's video record of you wow. wearing green. Yeah. Okay. I think I wore it on the live stream a couple weeks ago when we did the intro. I was going to make a comment, but I don't want you to feel attacked. Yeah, so encouraged. Jeff, we'd yeah. love that you're here today. Uh, you Thank kill you. it. You look Absolutely. amazing. You Thank look like you. a blend of a lumberjack with a hipster, and I love it. And yes. I hope that uh, you feel I like to get – I yeah. mean, he got – he has the boots that look like he's about to go clear a forest and has the the That's socks, right, but he has shown a little bit yeah. of the, the leg Yeah. Well, with it, the rolled up. Oh, it's great. Oh, that's embarrassing. All right, no, no, it's great. It Listen, great. Uh, Jeff, before we, before you ask the question that we always ask at the end of I the think podcast, you know what the question but you is, know, Jeff. The, you know how it is. Hit us with one big word. One. What's a big word that you use? I do we... a theological one. Okay. Superlapsarianism. Wow. The what? Superlapsarianism. Wow. Well, we knew Eric Gill MD, or MDiv. <laughs> I flew by. Eric Gill <laughs> I did MDiv not learn uses that. that word all the time. <laughs> Uh, Jeff, on a more important yeah, note, thank you so the, much. Jeff. What is the question, Jeff, that we want our listeners to ask themselves and answer every single week? What do we ask, Jeff? The question is, what does your life look like beyond the pew? Yeah, wow. absolutely. And may we be hope. glorifying and honoring to God. Amen. I saw yeah, your line. Amen. That's my yeah. line. I normally say that, but thank you, Eric Gill. Uh, we hope everybody tunes in next week. Jeff, are you coming back next week, or you won't be here next week? Yeah. 
I'll do whatever know. you want me to do. We don't know. Whatever we I want can make you the to time. Do. Stay Anything tuned. Anything we want you to do, you'll. Stay we'll tuned. See you next I'm week. here, baby. Right. Have a good we'll week. See you. Bye bye.